Good evening, everyone. It is Sunday, October 15th, 2023, and this is Enter the Bat Cave. I am your host, Matthew Burris, and we're continuing on with Blade Month with Tomb of Dracula issue number 20, The Coming of Dr. Sun. And before we get into that, uh, just so you guys know, uh, over on the Wisdom app uh, for Superhero Sunday, I did commentary for Blade 1 and 2. And next Sunday will be commentary for Blade Trinity. So uh, make sure that you all uh, tune in for that. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, last time we left off, Blade... I mean, sorry, uh, Dracula was trapped in the snow with Rachel Van Helsing until um, Frank Drake came to her rescue. And we also found out that Blade is immune to uh, vampire bites, which is incredible. And we saw more of Dr. Sun with his own breed of vampires. Yep. And now, we're going to see more of Dr. Sun here. And this will lead to a showdown between his vampire and Dracula. So, without further ado, here is the Tomb of Dracula, the coming of Dr. Sun. The Tomb of Dracula. The Coming of Dr. Sun. Written by Marv Wolfman. Artist, Gene Colt. Inker, Tom Palmer. He's down there, Rachel. Right in our sights. And if we play our cards right, this is the night Dracula will die. Wooden bullets pierce the storm-covered Transylvanian Alps. This bitter cold night, as Dracula, lord of darkness, prince of evil, finds himself the hunted prey instead of the stalking hunter. And it appears... In this frigid horror frost, that 500 years of a twisted, hate-filled life is about to end forever. What? He's gone. But it can't be. It can't. There's no case for him to hide in, and he can't. Risk turning into mist. The high winds were would spread him so far apart he might never reassemble. It's hard enough keeping this copter going. Anyway, for him to be hiding in a snow bay, Frank? Blast! It's the only 
thing he could have done. The only thing. Keep searching, Frank. With Quincy's special gun and wooden bullets, we'll finish him off soon as we find him. If we find him. You mean, Rachel? It's that very big if which prevented us from slaying him years ago. There's nothing to worry about. I've been with him for days, and he's had nothing more to feast on than a mountain goat. A rather anemic one at that. He's weak. Weaker than he's been for years. That's not much to go on, Rachel, but I guess it's our only chance. And let's pray that this time we don't muff it. Because if we do, there's no telling what that fiend's going to do next. They're gone. And not a moment too soon. Already I feel my insides shriveling from blood loss and an agonizing pain welling within me. I can remain here no longer. And though the very furies themselves fly unrelentingly, I have no choice but to flee and brave the storm as a night-winged bat. No! Its force is too great, too powerful. It is impossible to fly through. Then, am I to be trapped in this hellish wasteland forever? It appears not, as what? Pain shooting through me, numbing my arm. How? Ow! So, Van Helsing and Drake are back, attacking me once more. Well, their wooden slugs shall come no closer to me than my arm. For I'll be long gone before they can attack anew. For a moment, a wobbling, unsure form stares across the bottomless chasm before him, only to glare back at his pursuers as if to reaffirm their closeness. And then he leaps and misses. The black cloaked body stumbles and gashes itself against the out jutting stubs of rock and stone mountainside. For a moment, it sways in the empty expense of frigid air and then drops, hurling downward faster, ever faster, towards a virgin white gray below. Dracula's arm pulses. Oh, sorry. Next one. But this is no ordinary mortal who tumbles head over heels towards his apparently unpreventable destruction. No, this is Dracula. He has lived for almost half an eternity, and he shall not give in to death so easily. Damned ones, you who are but mindless infants compared to me. How dare you attack your master? How dare you? But there is no answer, no reply. Only the steady gushing of wind and snow, and the constant staccato beating of fading helicopter and blades. Dracula's arm pulses and throbs with lancing pain, but still the Lord of Vampires trudges on, stalking ever 
onwards through the almost blinding storm. His mind is active, probing carefully its deepest recesses. He followed Rachel Van Helsing to these mountaintops, first to retrieve a mystic book whose spells could utterly destroy Dracula, and secondly, to slay her. But instead, they found themselves both a captive to nature's cruel elements, and they were forced to work as one to move on to safety. But the girl was saved, rescued by Frank Drake, Dracula's hapless descendant, while Dracula himself was still a victim of the churning ice and snow. And alone, he has faced 500 years of life. Dracula moves on, ever onward, and ever alone. I could wander hopelessly in these mountains for years, nay, centuries, if I had blood enough. But there is none. Yet to surrender is not the way of a Dracula. No. Dracula fights on, and if he must perish, it shall be a death of valor and not of cowardice. Wait. These branches were recently used for fire. Perhaps, yes, I sense human flesh, still warm, and yet. But I shall see if what I sense is true, or merely the blood-crazed delusions of the Lord of Vampires. Within that almost hidden cave, I should find the solution to my problems, or the final nail to seal my coffin forever. There is a moment of silence, a moment when even the anguished howlings of the outside wind fade from the ear. There is someone, something, in the cave, and it sits in a shrewd of silence. Dracula reaches out towards the dark shadowed shape, and it falls, ugh, dead. A human, and one recently deceased. He must have been dying, freezing to death only to have dragged himself in here. A pity he did not live long enough for me to find him. So again, I am robbed of the precious blood I require, and ever closer do I come to the moment my body convulses and then finally dies. No, I will not permit it. I will not perish so ignorantly. And though my only salvation is one which stinks of a thousand hell-born horrors, so be it. I do what I must. There is no other way. Dracula bends low to the dead man's neck, and sharp-pointed fangs pierce the already rotten flesh. At first, no blood rises to fill the deep punctures, but after one long agonizing minute, the limp red liquid swells into the vampire's throat. Ah! His blood is foul, stagnant. It tastes bitter, as if it has been poisoned. But by whom? And for what reason? Soon after, 
exploration of the cave's interior. Another body. And perhaps the explanation. This cavern is filled with gold, diamonds, untold treasures, unlimited wealth. Brought here, no doubt. Centuries passed when the Turks sacked my homeland. These two must have searched for the fortunes and then turned on each other through greed. But what need have I of gold or diamond or emerald when my body dehydrates from blood loss? All of this worthless clutter be gone with you. I have no need for you to mock me with your presence. In a maddened rage, Dracula smashes the valued treasures until his bloodlust takes its terrible toll. While this is our third runaround, Rachel, and Drake's nowhere to be seen. Let's head back to Transylvania, honey. We've lost him. No, we search until he's found. You got a stubborn, definite, you know, you got a definite stubborn streak in you, little lady. Why? I don't want to bore you, darling. Consider me a captive audience. Bore on. You know of my grandfather, Abraham Van Helsing, and of his battles with Dracula. Now all believe the vampire had been killed. But he wasn't. Years later, the fiend returned and murdered grandfather, but still, he wasn't done with our family. When I was nine, he killed my parents as I watched helpless in horror. Even as he then moved to slay me. With your death, young Rachel, the Van Helsing name shall be no more. His fangs darted from my neck, and I felt his stale, undead breath upon me when... Hold it, Dracula! Don't even look at the girl. She'll not be your victim tonight. Quincy Harker, my family's long-time friend, burst through the door and fired his jet-propelled wooden darts from his wheelchair. So, you've added another new device to your arsenal, eh, Harker? Well, they'll fare as well as your others. Keep the girl for now old friend. But beware, there will come a time when she will be mine. <laughs> when the echo of that cold laughter faded, the reality of what had happened rushed at me. Come to me, Rachel. You've gone through far too much for a girl your age. Far too much for any person. I said nothing as Quincy laid my parents both to rest. In the same symmetry, alongside my grandfather and brother. Quincy took me into his home and taught me, trained me, raised me into womanhood. Does that explain why I'm, as you say, so stubborn, does it, Frake? There is no answer, nor is there a need for one. But below, they're gone, at last! Searching elsewhere on this mountainside. And I am free once more. Strong enough again to make my way to safety. Or perish in the trying. 
the snow have calmed themselves. For the moment, this may be the perfect time to fly. For almost five minutes, the leather from flits through the under breeze until once again the storm begins and the snows churn and rumble with a fury only nature can muster and the weakness that has permitted his every fabric of being causes the lord of darkness to collapse and perhaps to see the half vague image that flickers before his eyes close Northern Ireland. Dr. Sun now permits you to see him, Vampire Brand. At last, I shall see the face of my master, the one I serve. Enter, Brand. You have waited long for this moment. It's dark in here. Hard to focus. Greetings, Brand, to the laboratory of Dr. Sun. What? Well, elsewhere. Ah, you awake, Dracula. That is good. Ooh. I am Professor Morgo, a mere humble servant of Dr. Sun. Ah, you struggle to free yourself with a waste of your reimagining energy, Dracula. Since the chains which bind you are laced with Clothes of garlic. Who are you, madman? That you dare attempt capturing Dracula. We have captured you, and we shall retain you until Dr. Sun orders your death. After all, we have waited a long time for you. Almost four years, to be sure. And for the past year, we have fooled you at times. We have even crossed paths with your always unknowing. But now our patience has proven its own reward. Our trouble in finding you before now was our uncertainty of your methods. But once we found one who knew your every thought, your every instinct, but why spoil surprise. See for yourself who has your I mean who your Judas was. You! But it cannot be. Come on ex-master. Isn't that any way to greet an old friend? Or should I say your one-time slave Clifton Graves? I can just imagine how much you mourned for me. Ha 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 ha! You did mourn for me, didn't you, Dracula? Or did you just give that madman's laugh of yours and then forget I ever existed? Answer me, blasted you! Answer me! No matter. I've waited a long time to have you helpless like this before me to vent out my true hatred for you with no fear. How did you survive the explosion? So, the great vampire speaks, eh? Then my answer may yet shock you. You see, I didn't survive. 
No, I was torn to shreds, as you can readily see. Think back to the time when we were aboard the ocean liner, Michelle. You see it to explode. I mean, you set it to explode. And then abandoned me, leaving me aboard it to catch the full blast while others survived. Yes, I was killed, but somehow my body floated onto a piece of wreckage, and I must have drifted aboard it for hours before I was discovered by Dr. Sun. He had finally found a clue to your whereabouts and traced you to the Michelle. He was too late for you, but instead he recognized me. I was taken to his base in the Philippines where his doctors pierced together my flesh and somehow rekindled the spark of life I had lost. In return, I've helped him, told him how you operate, something only I knew because of all those months I worked as your lackey. In all, you are for revenge, Drake. Sweet revenge. See this vial, Drake? Recognize its smell? It's blood. Rich, tasty blood. But you'll have none of it. Here's to life, Drake. Life? And need I even mention death? I warned you, Graves. Your life would be mine. You believe because you've been given life anew that you are nothing but a mindless, godless fool. You'll never be more than adult graves. No more there how many lives you live or deaths you cheat. Ugh. Leave them be, Dracula. This is not a time to go for violence. Seize your rantings now. Ugh. Need I remind you of your vulnerability, vampire? Next time you disobey me, I not remove the stake from you. You are brought here for Dr. Sun's purpose, not to feed upon Graves' ego. Is that understood, both of you? Rachel, either I'm seeing things, or that's a cavern down there. You think? I know. Look, inside its walls are man-made. Come on, Frank, and bring your weapons. I have a hunch we're going to need them. No, Professor Marco. That is not understood, not even accepted. You brought me here, which was your first mistake. Your second was in thinking you could keep me your prisoner. You'll learn that You'll learn the folly of that once I've destroyed this dot. Obviously, you fail to understand, vampire. Dr. Sun gives you no choices. Either obey him or perish. You fail to understand me, Marco. Dracula is no one's puppet under no mortal's law. And though my strength is but half of itself, I am still more than able to destroy you and take your blood to give it... Power to me. Yuck! The blood will do you no good, Axe Master. You still need to face. Graves, 
You dare call me to battle? I could rend you limb from limb. Then try it, Drake. Cause you're... Cause you're gonna have to... If you wanna get out of here. Son gave me my life. Gave me more than you ever did. And if he wants you dead, I'll be the one to kill you. No, fool. You'll only be the second of his legions to fall. Oh. And the second of his men to give me nourishment. Rachel, we're right. Look, Dracula, Cliff, Dracula fighting Clifton? Graves? But I thought Graves was dead. Uh-oh. Company's coming on your guard, Rachel. They don't look friendly. Kill them, guards. But the sun demands their death. I'll hold them, honey. You get Dracula. <laughs> Van Helsing. Here? And with your play weapon again? You finally caught me. Fire at that will. I am ready. Being fetishes isn't normally your style, Dracula. But it doesn't matter. As you'll be dead in a matter of moments. Ha, my dear. You need practice fluttering. You miss me completely. Though poor Graves here can hardly say the same. Ark. Now then, my dear. Let us end this night with two more swift deaths. Yours and that infernal descendants of mine, Frank Drake. Sorry, Drake, but you're not ending any more lives tonight. Because as soon as I finish this clown, I'll show you how infernal I can be when I'm really riled up. Enough! The battle is ended. What? It's a voice coming from behind that curtain. Greetings to my inner base. I am Dr. Sun, and you are all my captives, held in place with my immobility beam. While the male and female are disposed of Dracula, I shall reveal why you are brought here. I wish to duel with you for the throne of the Lordship of Vampires. Next, the sinister scheme of Dr. Sun, plus a special surprise. And we're going to end it right there. Tomorrow, we're going to look at issue number 21 of Tomb of Dracula, Death Kneel. So, hope you all get ready for that. And... Also, uh, the ratings are uh, up right here on Hub Hopper as well. Uh, the analytics, they just keep going up. The numbers keep going up. And thank you all for listening in. Keep them going up and, th and keep listening. Thank you all so much. And until then, later, masturbators.